It's God's grace that saves a sinner, and it's grace that helps him grow. In Proverbs 22, God's Word teaches us that a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. As ambassadors for Christ, we must understand the responsibility that we have to carry a good name for His glory. Let's join Pastor Wilkerson now as he develops sound biblical principles for our everyday life that can equip us to develop and keep a good name. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Grace to Grow broadcast. Really honored that you would even take a few moments to listen as we talk today a little bit about navigating life with God's favor and the favor of others and having a good name. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1 is our text. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Listen, friend, we need to have a good testimony and we need to have the favor of God and others. I think the rest of the chapter of Proverbs chapter 22 kind of gives us some attributes of people who retain, obtain, and retain a good name and people who will obtain the favor of God and others. We talked recently on the on a previous broadcast about our first attribute is we've got to deal with prejudice. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The second thing, we'll have to avoid questionable attitudes, actions, and associations. The Bible says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, and the companion of fools shall be destroyed. Certainly, Paul told the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. You hang around the wrong kind of friends, it's going to mess with your manners and your actions and your decisions. And it's going to affect your name and the favor of God and others. Making sure you make good decisions. Listen, when it comes to sin and temptation, don't be brave. Be a coward. <laughs> we got to resist the devil, but flee fornication. Get away from it. The prayer of the model prayer that Jesus gave is deliver me from temptation. Don't get involved with questionable attitudes and actions and associations. Verse number four, though, says, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. To have a good name and loving favor, which will help you negotiate life effectively, you need to practice humility. Humility is attractive. Pride and a proudful look, those things oftentimes really frustrate people, and they blind the person who stores the pride. So we need to exercise humility. The Bible says in James, he giveth grace unto the humble. First Peter chapter 5, the same thought is that he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble reminding us that humility is very attractive, not only to your fellow man, but especially to God. Living life without God's grace is really challenging. But to have the, the supernatural help of God, we must exercise humility. He says it's by humility and the fear of the Lord that people obtain riches, honor, or respect in life. You know, if you can choose popularity or respect, I hope you choose respect. That's kind of what we're talking about here. Popularity is fleeting. Respect is long-term and has a lot more opportunities to retain favor and a good reputation. That is, uh, that's the truth. So I would say you want to have a good name. You want to have um, loving favor. Exercise humility. You know, pride is really 
being focused and determined to have things according to your thinking, your feelings, and your desires. It's a real focus on how I think, how I feel, and what I want at the expense of anyone else's feelings, thinkings, or desires. I think that is a very repulsive attribute, and we want to make sure that we have humility because humility does give us a good name and loving favor. The next attribute is found in that same verse, verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord, our riches, honor, and life. The fear of the Lord is a unique concept. It doesn't mean, I don't think, to be afraid of God, but it is to recognize God, to know that he's in the equation, that he is with you. And there are many great attributes in the Bible that come to a person who fears the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 1, the very first chapter of Proverbs, the Bible says in early on, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. When someone recognizes God in the equation, then they are at the beginning place of retaining information that will be helpful for their decision-making. In chapter 9, verse 10, the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Also in Psalms 11, 111, verse number 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom is knowing how to use what you know. If you talked about the trilogy of knowledge and wisdom and understanding, you'll hear it surface many times in the book of Proverbs. And knowledge is knowing information. It's knowing what to do. Wisdom is knowing how to do it, how to put knowledge in place. And understanding is understanding the wise. You know, some people know what to do, but they don't know how to put it into play. Some people know what to do and how to put it into play, but they don't know why they're doing it. They know dress codes, they know things, but they don't even know why they do what they do. And I think that it's important that we have that knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And the Bible says, by the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom. The Bible says, by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. Chapter 8 and verse 13. You know, it's by the fear of the Lord that men elevate their behavior. You elevate your behavior when you know God is with you. We act better whenever we know we're being viewed or we're in the presence of someone that we respect and honor. We elevate our behavior uh, in, in how we eat, how we conduct ourselves, what we do. When someone is with us, we're careful to make sure that we are behave ourselves better. You know, when you know God is with you, you'll do the same thing. He said, by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. Then, by the fear of the Lord, people have strong confidence. You know, courage comes by not who we are, but who is with us. The Bible tells us the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children have a place of refuge. It doesn't almost seem like it goes together. By the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, chapter 14, verse 26 of Proverbs. But he says, when you know God is with you, you can have courage to face problems that are in front of you. The fear of the Lord also brings about a good name and loving favor because these are great attributes. When you're around someone who is knowledgeable, knows how to put knowledge in play, lives an elevated, blameless life, has strong confidence. Chapter 14, verse 27 said, by the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. That means they have a spring in their step. People who, who know God is with them, they can even look at negative situations with a positive outlook. They're bubbling. They're not a stagnant pool. They're a fountain. They understand, you know what? God is still good. He's with me. If God's in the equation, I can make it. 
That's the fear of the Lord. And that makes you very inviting to others. Some people, in every opportunity, they see obstacles. And some people, every time they see an obstacle, they look for an opportunity. I think a lot of that has to do with the fear of the Lord. Uh, he says it's by the fear of the Lord that men have riches, honor, and life. What's the fear of the Lord? The Bible says the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. In Psalms 25, verse number 4. The Bible says when we acknowledge him, he directs our path. That classic verse of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. That's really what fearing the Lord is. It's acknowledging God. It's recognizing he's with me. Then he'll direct my path. Too many Christians stumble through life like a man who is visually impaired, with just stumbling over so many things that if they just had a little bit of a vision, if they would acknowledge God, he would direct them to put their feet in the right place so they would not stumble. The Bible tells us that a man who fears the Lord has a blessed family. Psalms 128, verse number four. The blessings of the Lord come and honor comes to someone who fears the Lord. Psalms 15, 4. Protection comes to someone who fears the Lord. Uh, to someone who fears the Lord, Psalms 147, verse 11, they attract God's pleasure. So these are things that the Bible tells us that come when somebody fears the Lord. May I just tell you, give you a quick thought as we conclude the broadcast today. There are two things I know for sure, according to the book of Deuteronomy in chapter 17, 31. The first thing that helps you fear the Lord is the word of God. Whenever you hear the word of God, it teaches you the fear of the Lord. I got saved and God became real to me because someone preached to me the Bible. I prayed to a God I'd never seen. I accepted a gift of Jesus Christ, who he, he also had never seen. I believe there is a heaven and a hell all because of the word of God. Whenever we get the word of God inside of us, we find especially uh, the fear of the Lord. It teaches us fear of the Lord. The second thing that teaches fear of the Lord is honestly returning our tithe back to God. Deuteronomy 14, verse 22 and 23 tells us when you truly tithe, of the increase that God gives you. You do this, and the purpose of it, intrinsically, is to teach us the fear of the Lord. You know, I think humility and the fear of the Lord do invite a good name and loving favor. I hope we'll ponder these thoughts, and I hope today that you and I can leave this podcast with a, with a desire to say, God, help me to be a humble, God-fearing Christian. And I learned fear of the Lord from God's word and from honoring God with my substance and with the first fruits of all that he gives me. Let's make sure that we have a good name and loving favor to negotiate life and its relationships. A wise man once said, it can take a lifetime to build an admirable name, but just a few moments to destroy it. Our prayer is for God to use these biblical principles to help you develop a good name for His glory. If this week's episode has been a blessing to you, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Have a great day in Jesus.